Um, <laughs> now are you going to wonder, like, how do we want to do this? I feel like I need Michelle Buteau to, like, narrate and be like, well, this is an experiment. Well, I don't know. I, I know my fear for this is that, that like... Uh, that David Cross bit after September 11th, like the improv team has to perform or else the terrorists win. Guys, now for a, a very uh, special version of Helena. We need a, we need a word, not coronavirus, guys. We think of literally anything else right now. Uh, yeah. Welcome to a weird episode of Helena's Cell Phone, uh, the podcast where we attempt to make sanity out of literally our day-to-day lives we try to make sense of literally one thing right now yeah. welcome we, to the quarantine era <laughs> we try to find one thing we can make sense of well, i mean it does it is is there anything else you want to talk about more than 90s pro wrestling at this juncture honestly I mean, no honestly the- well yeah i mean everybody around me wants to talk about uh, uh the chances of catching a virus and <laughs> not to mention my emails my god emails. <laughs> I got one from uh, Carmine's restaurant the other day. <laughs> oh, thank God. Are, 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 <laughs> me are they on top of it? Because yeah. I was wondering. I hadn't heard from them. You guys, Chops at one that's like, over the years, we've had good times and bad times. We've made many salads. I was like, put it on your tombstone. What is happening? And then some other brands, they're up there and they're like, as we face this unprecedented yeah. time in our great nation's yeah. future. I was like, whoa, slow down, Lemme Miranda. What are we doing here? Like, uh, but the best one I got was heaven beyond that I think honestly was a suicide note. <laughs> it goes to like all the ways they're cleaning or whatever. And then it was like, but you know, guys, I don't know. We're taking it day by day. We're doing the best we can. And I was like, yo, are you okay? It was wild. The brands are sick. Yeah. I'm worried about them. Feels good chicken is like, guys, oh we take God. this extremely seriously. Meanwhile, Every- 420 Blackbirds was like, it's pie day. <laughs> Three slices for $14. <laughs> Everybody was like lined up at Van. We went. We were like, let's take a walk. We've been inside for a long time, uh-huh. and we were like, maybe we'll get ice cream. And then we go into Van Leeuwen, and there's like a line and one person working. And we're like, uh, this feels very unsafe. Let's let's leave. I uh, yeah. Um, our a friend of ours was was in from out of town yesterday, and we had a park meetup with. It was like six hipsters sitting on the stairs three feet apart from each other, just kind of talking to each other. And then across the park, there's a kid's birthday going on. Yeah. They're like, we want you all to catch it now. I guess I, I just don't, I don't think people knew what, I don't think people know what this is. I think that there's a lot of information out there. And I think that people are just kind of fumbling through everything as they're doing it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, there was a, there was a time where I was going to fly to, you know, for work to, to like this weekend, tomorrow, uh, yeah, tomorrow I was going to fly to Boise, Idaho but like at some point, I was like, "Oh, I should not be traveling through airports, like at all." I know. No. I don't think anyone should be doing anything. It's no. Well, I think, also, I think we're we slowly a lot of things. First of all, can I, let me tell you, I've been arguing with my parents all morning. <laughs> okay. They are they're they're truly like my dad was like, "Hey, um, what's the name of that like that really good seafood place in in Astoria?" I was like. Taverna Kiklades, and he's like, yeah, that's the one. Hey, do you want to meet us there uh, tonight for dinner? I'm going to be going to like a comic book store that opened up in Astoria, and then we can meet afterwards. So I was like, no, we're not taking mass transportation. And he's like, okay, well, are you coming out for like your niece's birthday tomorrow? And I was like, I think so. And then I was like thinking about it this morning and just basically like, you guys, you shouldn't be going to a store. You should not be going to a comic store. Also, we probably shouldn't be going out to you. And they're like, um, look, you know, 
I, your dad, he works at a school with 200 people. I'm like, yes, he should not be. <laughs> and then my, and, and, I, and my mom's like, this is just a little bit overblown, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys are in your 70s. You are literally, like, it is eight. We're, an, we're doing this for you. Yeah. I'm like, you have an 8% chance of dying. When I go skydiving, they're like, don't tell us about it until afterwards. We don't want to know. We're so worried. <laughs> 8% chance. When's the last time you went skydiving? Uh, God, in 2000, probably. But uh, do you want to ask about that? <laughs> I don't know. I went skydiving. It's not going to happen. But you said it as if this is like a regular occurrence and not something happened. Every time I go skydiving, they're like, just yeah, like, let us know you're safe. I was like, whoa, whoa. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Like, okay, okay, I'm not okay, crazy. I had the okay. same reaction. Just, you're like, no, I, I think even it's like when I went skydiving 20 years ago. Okay, but I, I meant like. In the event that I go skydiving, if I were to go again. <laughs> uh, I have done a skydive. I do I not consider myself a skydiver. Huh? I might be a skydiver. I'm a tiny I mean, skydiver. Well, I mean, I mean, as opposed to most of the population that has never skydove in, I, I suppose. Skydove I am a diver of the sky. I have never uh, skydived. Uh, would you? I, but I wouldn't. I think that surprises people. I think, yeah. I, I think would I would skydive. Maybe we should do a friend group uh, skydiving trip. I, I no, let's would. do it next week. The, let's, get, let's go to the airport. Let's fly in a plane. And like, then we'll have somebody. Well, yeah. We'll do tandem with the person facing us. So we can just call into each other's face. <laughs> We're going down. I mean, if you really want to take a thrill, you're really, really seeking a thrill. I'm going to go with live, a boomer. You really want to live fast. They strap a 70-year-old to you, oh. and they have them just facing you. I was I was talking to my uncle earlier today, and he's he's also a teacher. He works in, in Connecticut schools. And apparently, one of the schools, one of the, the TikTok kids called it the boomer remover, and he got detention. My uncle's like, when is he going to serve it? Fucking May? <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's, what is it, a, a denied sentence? Or yeah, exactly. A, he's got to stay, yeah, he's stay, stay, commuted, commuted, commuted sentence. sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard, I heard it called Boomer Doomer. Uh, it is National Hug a Boomer Day. Whatever day you're listening to this, oh it is boy. National Hug a Boomer Day. Go hug a Boomer real close. Find out who they're voting for and then L- hug them. Lick him in the face. Um, no, so, no, but then my parents, I was like, it, it has an 8% chance. And my mom goes, that's for people with pre-existing conditions, like cancer and all this stuff. And I'm and like, age. And being, and being, age. Oh. I was also, I was like, you, I was like, dad had a stroke last year and you had cancer. So what the fuck, man? You both have pre-existing conditions. Uh. Like, and also your age is a pre-existing condition. Oh my God. And so like, to actually talk about like the purview of this, this podcast, WrestleMania is still WrestleMania is going to be canceled. Oh, I... WrestleMania is going to be canceled. But, but what are they going to do? Because like, here's the thing: because they're not going to all of a sudden move WrestleMania to the Performance Center. They can't do that. Right? They're not going to give you Goldberg versus Reigns in the Performance Center, but no audience. There's Spear just no fucking way. Spear. So here, I have a pitch for this. Do you guys uh-huh. want to hear it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the ridiculous way you can go with like Bray Wyatt resets reality or whatever. That's not the way to go. Okay. I think what happens is wait and, Bray Wyatt does like a, a, a Thanos yeah, snap yeah 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 there's one way that's one way to do it I think that's the laziest way he wait just, what does that what does that mean so like half the people are just gone that's why or no or just like everything there. resets for some reason because mm-hmm. they have to like abandon these storylines oh, really see, quickly see, and start putting on television yeah. but I think what they do is and listen it's gonna be tacky they do a storyline that Vince died of the coronavirus <laughs> I'm not kidding okay <laughs> no, ready no 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 and then there's suddenly a vacuum of power that's being chased by Stephanie Shane and Triple H who quickly like redraft everyone, uh-huh. take over brands, stake claims, 
um, start all new tournaments for all of the belts. All of, everything like everything is changed now. Yep. But that's the way, and then that's the storyline that plays out for the next decade. <laughs> so then we do Undertaker Vince, where he comes back <laughs> as like the the dead man. Well, first Paul Bear tries to embalm him alive. <laughs> when that doesn't work, the ghost of Paul Bear then tries to put attaches him to a symbol as he is raised. Uh, they pierce his eyebrow. You know the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> we know how ceremonies work, Buffy. Yeah, actually, that's funny. I, I guess the embalming could have happened through the eyebrow piercing. Yeah, that was our, actually when Stoke put that thing up his butt, that was the start of the embalming process. Um, speaking of uh, the Performance Center, I did happen to catch about half of, of SmackDown from Friday. I have thoughts, man. I'm sure you wow. do. Let's hear them. Wait, wait. I want to start from the beginning, where it's a extended commercial for membership to the Performance Center. They're like, state-of-the-art <laughs> equipment. Clean three times daily. Eight rings. Yeah. We've got weights and those ropes. And it's like, whoa, why? No one's signing up. If you yeah. sign up now, you can get ten. You can get a 10-pack of personal training yeah, sessions. Yeah, you get 30-minute sessions with, with uh, you know, Matt Bloom. Yeah, I'm getting them in my mail now in between Crunch and Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got the fob on my keychain. <laughs> if you pay an extra 20 a month, you can do every Performance Center around in your city. So you don't have to go to like the near, you know, the far So if one. you're in the UK, you're in Japan. <laughs> you know, just wherever you are, you know. Don't have to interrupt any of your routines. <laughs> and they want you to know they're staying open throughout this pandemic. Uh, they've increased their already recognized cleaning program. They keep they keep each ring six feet apart so that they skip they do what they put uh, they skip a ring between rings. Yes. It's like a spin class. Darren the dumpster draws is out of retirement now. Like ah, oh, finally it's my time to tie. Oh, it's the virus. Yeah. He just vomits on everybody. But you know what? R.I.P. Bastion Booger. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah. No, they they must be making, like, the lower guys. Uh, like, Kona Reeves is definitely scrubbing some toilets right now, right? Oh, yeah. I think, oh, I didn't. Oh, this is a bad joke. I'm going there, though. Awesome <laughs> Theory's back on cam. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Yikes. That was that was not nice. Sorry. Awesome Theory. I, I he's an NXT it. guy. He's very hot, and there are videos of him that I don't know by what oh, means he was a, but uh, he is definitely like showing it all off, and I mean like all of it off. I mean like front, back, everything in between, the inside, the, yeah, yeah. up, down, yeah, all around. Style. You are. I mean, I, right, I blame, right, I blame yeah, you yeah. that we don't know about this because you are you know, our, our think, entry to that. But world. I also think it's like a revenge porny kind of like hack leak mm-hmm. thing, which isn't like a very cool thing to share and spread. And I can't control comes over my Tumblr dashboard, but I, I might not want to disseminate. The well, same the, way. so the the Lars Sullivan. How do you feel about that one? Oh, I've when seen it, but, that... remember, but that came out. But also, he's a he's a trash person. Though. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't know. I I truly don't. I, I don't think I can be the scales of justice right now. Because <laughs> I feel I feel very uh, confused by the world. Uh-huh. First of all, the scales are are too close to each other. Yeah, you we can't be... measure things. You have to have a longer scale yeah. of justice. Uh, so we start off with Triple H. Welcome, welcome to my world. Welcome to my, my island. State of the art training center. Well, you'll find group classes. <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I kept think, waiting for him to introduce the weekend. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't touch my face when I'm with you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Britney Spears. I can't wait to listen to this eight-hour podcast for people to listen to in quarantine tomorrow. <laughs> no, I have to go record another podcast. I can come back after, though. Yeah, you are patient zero. Ugh. You're going to eat... Aaron's going to be the reason why all the podcasts suddenly take <laughs> ill. When we needed them the most. 
It's going to uh, be a BYO Mike podcast. Oh, my and they're God. Not, like, when they're not shutting down schools, I don't know that I can necessarily be blamed for all of this. Oh no, my but God. that's what my dad said, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't go to the school. It's fine. You don't need the money. You, uh, you already have a pension. Right. Not, yeah. Yes. Oh, are we bring, going back to, back to the performance? Back to the performance. Yeah. Go, go right ahead. Um, so Triple H does a spiel. He gives out a whole spiel. I have to say, when they are doing the 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 entrances and even the wrestling it i mean this episode's coming out before our episode that talks about it but this is like uh secrets of wrestling revealed right yes it felt very close to it um also i love the fact that the entrances were all done and they just reminded me of that one very specific corner in every spencer's gifts where all the light up things you'd put in your bedroom were <laughs> it'd be like the traffic light the disco ball the disco ball with the different lights on it a strobe light and they were all going off at once a black light and you're like in that very specific corner of spencer's gifts like yeah i think all of this would really help my vibe you know? <laughs> or like or like the the frat that wasn't popular yeah. that tried throwing a party and they're like guys look, look at this <laughs> we're like, listen <laughs> we don't do mushrooms so this is the best thing we've got oh yeah and then they they just try to do a match and i thought honestly sasha and bailey were good at leaning into the ridiculousness of it and like playing up to the no crowd yeah like, like trying oh, to get them to I can't hear you yeah, like, I thought, um, that was pretty good i thought what's her face uh who came out with alexa uh nikki cross nikki cross i yeah. thought nikki cross had some fun mm-hmm. stuff she was she she um had great mat work as you would say from cheer yeah. she was like jerry like you know she's fucking great even when you're you know even when you're not you have to cheer them on get them going from the mat I love her. She's super high energy. Um, and it, it just is so weird without the crowd. But I, what I thought was really weird about Sasha, Sasha and Bailey's promo and everybody's promo is that nobody knew how to play just to the camera. Because uh-huh. in this situation, yeah. they should just be playing to the camera. And yeah. like they don't even cheat out. Like They're just talking to each other or like talking to the ramp or talking to no one. And that's, that's what I thought was like, oh, was like, you guys as performers were not trained how to do this. And you've done like promo interviews backstage. So you've done like on yeah. camera work. But... They had no idea how to like access that part of their brain in the ring. Except Cena, I would say. Oh yes, absolutely. But, but I Cena, did because that. Cena's a fucking pro. He's actually an actor now. Yeah. But I, I well, I, I definitely got a little bit of the watermelon, watermelon type of thing. <laughs> so like, there was a point um, in one of the. It was a backstage promo, which it's a backstage promo. But I think even backstage, they're used to the audience sound piping. Yeah. Like, so like, oh. Yeah. So when you have like. Baron Corbin come out to talk to who was he talking to? Elias uh, before Elias. Uh, um, Sami Zayn. I can't remember. No. That. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, Sami Zayn. We have. Oh, I'd like to discuss at some point. But but Baron Corbin comes out to talk to some guy. Doesn't matter. Some jagoff. And uh, and then like and the guy sa- the guy the guy says something to him and he just goes like. <laughs> And you're like <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> you're like, no, you, have, you have to feed him some uh, meat on a bone in order to get past him. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like that's why I'm gonna have a match against you tonight. What? <laughs> There's nobody here, man. That wild. Yeah, it was it was uncomfortable to watch a lot of it. I thought Roman Reigns was really disappointing. A lot of stuff was really just like. And the seams well, were showing. I mean, the I mean, seams were showing. And again, like Roman Reigns, immunocompromised yeah. from multiple bouts with leukemia. So I mean, he's got every, he's going to be a little bit. The big dog's going to be a little bit more subdued. Yeah, someone someone put him in. in he's going to get kennel cough. <laughs> <laughs> big dog, that's good. <laughs> 
Um, by the way, it looked like Jeff Hardy did like a chemical peel before he know. went on camera. <laughs> well, I mean, he put that shit in his face. It's like years ago, we we're all like, Jeff, you really don't have to. And he's like, yes, I must. And we're like, no, it's really okay. No one expects it. And he's like, nope, I have to draw this one giant eye on behalf of my face. And we're all like, nobody, nobody wants it. I need, I need two faces facing <laughs> each other on my face. Nobody. We're all, we get it. We like it. Great. But you just put on the t-shirt. We're cool. And he's like, no. Uh, Un- the, you know how long they must take, and they never look that good. <laughs> <laughs> they, they ne- I never look at them like, wow, that's awesome. You know, when you watch like a YouTube where someone paints their face with like a fucking Jack in the Box, like uh-huh. a fucking yeah, like, yeah, Twilight yeah, yeah. Zone character, because they have it on a black background. You're like, wow, what talent! I'll watch a four minute video of this. Jeff Hardy, it would take fuck- him hours to do that, and it never looks good <laughs> ever. Even, ever. even fucking like Finn Balor does like the the yeah. the the, the uh, yes. Venom symbiote. Crazy looking thing. Yes, that's way better. But Jeff Hardy does his face every time, and it's never good. It's never. It's just like it looks like me trying to do an Easter egg. (laughs) (laughs) We really do need like a. We need like a a a drag race cam in the wrestling locker room as like all of the the wrestlers are doing their like. Um, your I feel like your 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 skin tone is kind of too warm for this. For this color, go look how fucking orange you look right now. <laughs> yeah, no, he looked like he'd been doing. I, I, I saw somebody, somebody who's getting married. Probably not because <laughs> nobody, nothing's <laughs> happening now. I don't know. But she, she was like, she had just had like micro needling done, which to me sounds like like what happens when you just like constantly make That's disparaging. Hellraiser, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it, 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 to me it sounds like what happens when you make like constant disparaging comments to somebody. Like, <laughs> oh, he's been micro needling me for a while. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking hit him. But no, she had micro kneeling done, and her face was just like blotchy red. And I'm like, oh, that's what that's what Jeff Hardy has. Oh it's my god, it, awful. Yeah, he just threw himself onto a bed of needles. <laughs> <laughs> Though it was like for Baron Corbin to like go all in on his like uh, addiction stuff did feel very like LOD oh, yeah. callback mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That I didn't love. I don't know. It's like, why can't Baron Corbin get over? Like, what is it? It's like, he is good in the ring. He is a good heel. He, like, is good at all of his things. Is it just creative? Is so bad? And he's such a fucking bootlicker that, like, he'll just do, he'll just, like, nom nom eat whatever creative they give him and not say a word because he wants to be successful? Yes, I think that's wow. exactly right. Um, I think... I, like, I felt myself on that journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if... Give him a character that other than like I'm a jerk and I, I like like give him a reason for being a jerk. Give him anything at all, and I feel that he'd be able to take that somewhere. Yeah, he's he's like like <coughs> Miz is a very good jerk too, but Miz somehow gets over. Well, but Miz is like I'm a Hollywood jerk. Yeah, I don't know. Barry <laughs> Corbin is like I'm a ball jerk. <laughs> yeah, he just he needs a, royal a jerk. thing. I don't know what it is. He needs a thing. Is it um, another uh, fur fur? He probably he probably needs a giant tarantula in a cage. Oh my god! I'm so glad that's over. Oh my god! How, first of all, how did you see this? He, did no, you see this? No. Okay. How fucking hot is Joe McIntyre right now, though? Joe McIntyre is I'm, I, in oh. every possible connotation of of the word. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he is a man on fire. His T-shirts. I'm like I I got a semi from looking at a T-shirt of his. <laughs> he's like a romance novel cover holding like a fucking He-Man sword. It's like I honestly I'm thinking about it. And it's it's I I like oof, I can't I'm touching my face. We have to stop. Uh, but he's amazing and he's killing it in all of his promos he's, he's having a blast matches. he's having so much fun uh i'm i am living for everything i'm like salivating over the idea of drew mcintyre right now i just think he's amazing mm. i'm like so excited for like the mcintyre rollins feud we're gonna get 
in these with these like with these alignments. I'm so excited for like everything that's gonna be coming. Think about those promos Rollins will cut. I like what Ra- I I like this whole like apostle uh, like apostle thing they're doing with like this messiah. Thing. I, I, I'm digging. Yeah, me too. Um, the I've, booking is crazy, but I think that's because of injuries are happening left and right. Well, I just I, I still think it's insane that the the huge tag team that you have on your roster isn't the ones that were pursuing the tag team championships through this whole thing. But fine. If you've... But now and now one of them is injured. Got injured. Oh, this, really? I know. So it's like it's bad. Who got injured? Uh, one of the AOP. Oh, okay. come a razor. And it might be like a really bad one. So it's the whole. It's. That whole thing, because like Samoa Joe got injured and then out with a with a drug thing, and then um, and one of the Viking Raiders was injured for a little bit too. So like the Street Profits are coming in and out. It's like a whole. There's like the booking is crazy, but I think it's out of their hands. Uh, but I like you know me. I like a faction. I like a stable. Sure. I like a group. Because and you can see how it works. Is everybody's getting a rub now? AOP haven't even had a match. They've been back and like they've got a huge rub now. Mm-hmm. And Buddy Murphy getting like elevated to the point he's at. Amazing. So I I love it. But the booking makes no sense. Sure. The actual like wins and losses and matches make no sense. Uh huh. Um, also, I was a little I was a little disappointed with WWE for putting on a match from the pay per view well, last you know, weekend. We, oh, we, the Elimination Chamber match. We, yeah. We've barely been able to discuss Elimination Chamber because we didn't. It's like one of the few pay we didn't watch together. Right. And then yeah. later the world started falling apart, so uh-huh. we didn't get to talk about it really afterwards. But I thought that that was the of all the matches. That to match choose, is a very good match. That was the one to choose oh. to put on Fox. Oh, definitely. That match fucking rocked. Dude, Lucha oh House God. Party is Holy so good. Shit. Holy shit. Everyone in that match everyone was, was very so, good. Everyone in that match was so good. Everyone was very good. But Lucha House Party did some amazing and they, Also, like, John Morrison, what a fucking talent. Every it every that match was great. I, I, I was mad they did it, but I was like, if I had to watch any match twice, I watched it again the whole way through. You know what? I wasn't mad because I didn't fucking watch Elimination Chamber. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is good. Also, it kept me out of this fucking weird ass uh I, I, as somebody else referred to the view, David Lynchian type fucking yeah. wrestling. Like this is this is like what the future is like. I was thinking about this, <clears throat> so I've been watching a lot of Star Trek. Sure. And one thing I've noticed in Star Trek is nobody fucking watches TV. Like there, nobody watches movies. There are no celebrities. There's no celebrity culture in Star Trek. Great. So, but you're saying that I have no marketable skills. <laughs> I will yeah. Be, no, we're this is there are no podcasts. There are no <laughs> podcasts. We're, like, we're, we're heading in that direction. Like one of the the, the the most famous people in in the Star Trek world are like admirals. Captains, Yikes. like good negotiators, Yikes. and like maybe artists, but like poets or musicians, Yikes. and like all of the plays they put on are oh all god. things from like Shakespeare. Oh my god, is that Sleeve? He negotiated the truce between the Kardashians yeah. and the Romulans. <laughs> oh. Wow, that guy, that guy's huge. Yeah, nobody like nobody like has like groupie sex with anybody. <laughs> and then and then when they want to all have fun, they're like, are we all go- are we gonna like go into the 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 um holodeck or the hollow suite or whatever and we're just gonna like live out a historic event right like we're just gonna do this other thing that like there's there's no actual like narrative going on we're he- we're heading there Where, where's the connection to that to, uh, to, to the world because right now now that we can't have like okay audiences we can't have audiences right you definitely do you think we're ever gonna have like I mean at least during this period no movies are gonna be in production mm-hmm. no TV shows are gonna be in production but, or released even because or really, they don't want to waste right, right. that's a delay everything, everything everything in like everything that's not in the can is not happening so like Remember? we're now at the point where we're just we're just gonna have like you know oh it's it's that great we're that great ambassador <laughs> I was talking the other day to my dad about like I think if, like if things really go bad if things really take a turn 
I, I think I have to be a thief. I have to be a huckster. Like, I was trying to think of, like, 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 listen, my... I think it's called rogue, and uh, <laughs> it's the rogue class. In the five years. Yeah, I think I would be a rogue, because I would have to be, because I'm into marketing, and so I would basically be, like, a snake oil salesman, and I would, like, work my way into people's lives and be like, oh, you see, I know how the plants work, because I worked at the plant museum, and so I could... <laughs> and they're like, oh, great, we'll keep you around. And then one night when they're sleeping, I'll take all their supplies and skedaddle. That can never check with Ogdenville, <laughs> yeah. uh, because they can't leave their house. Exactly. I, can, I would be a really good huckster, I think, because I, I could I, I couldn't I couldn't I'm not a fighter I couldn't be a killer I'd just be like a, a, I'm not great with math so I couldn't really like work. you know what I mean I couldn't like be someone's accountant or trusted advisor I'm too emotional to be to be trusted legally advising anybody even myself oh I don't know I could see you as like a grim a worm tongue in Lord of the Rings and just like the the voice at the king's side being like well you know we, I could we, see that being like a big crystal witch you yeah. know what I mean and being basically like the Melisandre yeah. of a... but then you'd also be like I don't know am I right I'm not sure if I'm right. <laughs> what does everyone else think what do you guys all think about this and they're like no don't don't listen to this. This is bad advice. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe I'm right. Uh, you know okay. what? I'm not going to talk. I'm just, you know what? Clearly, my my grim warm tongue as like, just bitching like, I, I'm i sorry. I'm, it sounds like my advice isn't appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, where's Grima? Okay, yeah, we'll he's just, just, you know what? I hate saying I told you so, but you know what? You know, sometimes, sometimes you just have to make your own mistakes, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna deal you know with all that as a Everyone's in their gym look at their own time. Yeah, he's he's so influential over the king, but he just hasn't left his room. He's he's sulking for a while. We'll see in the end. We'll see in the end. As I'm, you know, I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe with, like stolen three wheels. Maybe you shouldn't have sent your riders to uh, to the great battle. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's your fault. How did we get there? Um, I don't know. Eric what? bummed us out real bad, and then I was like, "Well, I guess if we're talking about it, I'm prepared yeah, for the okay, apocalypse." Yeah, that's how I would yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, so, what Bobby can do, <laughs> what Bobby's skills are. <laughs> remember, remember, Eric could not even get that sentence out with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> remember a few episodes ago, we we literally talked on here about how that we just don't have enough time to watch things anymore. Well, which one of you motherfuckers had the monkey's paw? And was just like, I need the time to get caught up on the content. I'm telling you that I did watch all of McMillions yesterday. <laughs> oh, I need to catch up. Yeah, I need to catch up. Ah! You know what I did do? I did uh, I did a double feature last night of Reality Bites and Singles because Talia hadn't seen either. And she's like, oh, let's see Reality Bites. I'm like, I've seen it so many times, but I haven't seen Singles. And then I was like, well, let's compare because they both came out around the same time. They're both bad. Um, I like Reality Bites. I don't know. I mean... I like them for I like I like them in in that category of like Empire Records, another movie that I famously hate that oh other people love. Oh my god, Empire Records! First of all, I describe when people are like, "What kind of music are you into?" I'm like, you know, when Renee Zellweger sings with that band at the end of Empire Records, yeah. I'm like, as if she was if she was always in that band and always singing, that band would be the kind of music I'm into. <laughs> the the music in Empire Records is great. I, I uh, in high school, um, some friends. Invited a bunch of girls to a place, and I immediately got in their bad graces when I when we were at the Tower Records, and they picked up the Empire Records soundtrack. I was like, "Oh yeah, that soundtrack's great, but that movie sucks." And then they hated me for the rest of the time. And I, I, you should have learned a lesson till this yeah, day. I'm I'm fine admitting that to you guys. You guys have bad taste in things. Too. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but I am saying that I love it. Here's the thing: those movies all kind of fall into a category of just like 
comfort. It's like comfort food. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like they're they're like they're like mashed potatoes movies. But who is it? I don't know who is that comforting. Who like the, people it, that like the oh, idea that that my their lives are so important. I guess the people who feel alienated and alone. I think like relating to other people who feel alienated and alone because it makes you feel like oh actually I'm not alienated and alone. But e- even if even if everything that they're using to define how they're alienated and alone is extremely superficial, they're yeah. like. Uh, like I was quoting Cool Hand Luke. Well, first like, of all, Empire Jesus. Records is not a movie that's made for thirty-five year olds, thirty-five pluses. No, but but <laughs> like, again, when I was I know, but, sixteen years old, I was I guess I, I had the soul of a thirty-five year yeah, old even back or, then. But I, I think like if like it, I, I think it's that sort of like misunderstood free kind of thing that you relate to as it's like a very simplified version for children. So I think as right. children, you love the movie, and then as adults, we love it still for nostalgia reasons. Yes. I that, that, part agree of, that part's like, true. But if there I are saw good... for the first time, I'd be like, this movie sucks, and I hate it. It's bad, but I... But there are good versions of, the, like, Can't Hardly Wait. Is Can't Hardly Wait Can't Hardly Wait version? is a bet, and this is a great example of... This is, like a, <laughs> this is a mirror of society holding up to you, because... That, yeah. you're saying the opposite of this. Like yeah, the same none thing. of those movies are actually that, that Can't bad. Hardly Wait is... A worse movie by far. It's a worse movie than Empire Records. Uh, a million percent. Uh, uh, it, I mean, uh, look, Empire Records at least a little. Hit us like, up and held us sell pod and leave us your opinion. It's a little campy. It's anti-capitalist. Uh, Can't hardly wait. Is a bad movie, which I saw in theaters multiple. But Empire times. Records, they're basically working at a Tower Records. Yeah. Yeah, but the whole point was is just like, like uh, we, you know, like you can't shut down this, this, this business that we all care about because tower records would be taking them over it's a because it's like more like a rough no empire records was a tower records basically there is not no there is not an independent music store in the late 90s that that's that big and that bright in los angeles 100 percent i think there was oh 100 percent i mean rough trade rough trade is is a big place they have they have events there it's a movie but I think yeah, it's almost like uh, Wade has Bobby. Been. Bobby, it's almost like discussing uh, pop cultural things and taking them too seriously is our entire credo. You know what? But also, Can't Hardly Wait is about nothing but horny teenagers. Uh huh. Like, uh, Can't Hardly Wait is just American Pie in cooler clothes. Okay. Yeah, I like. I, I think American Pie is a good movie. Prove me wrong. I think American Pie number one is a very good movie. It's a pretty fun movie. Here's the thing. I think a lot of these movies, at the, um, they all are flawed. I mean, mm-hmm. even the classics are extremely. Flawed. Oh my god! Like Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Like if you if you watch the Breakfast Club now and you watch how they like how a scene goes, like where they're all sitting around and they're just kind of talking, like you know when they're all sitting on the floor, they just go from like topic to topic, and you're like, oh, they just they just wanted to like cram a bunch of shit in there. They're like. Like, you know, they'll be like, fuck you, fuck you. Man, I don't want to be like my parents. <laughs> and you're like, what? I don't. All this, right, is you a, know what? this is a hard left turn at this... every every 30 seconds. Uh, I don't know, if, but this is also like a chicken and the egg thing. Like, I don't know if that like influenced teen culture or that was like a true thing to teen culture. But I do think there's like a very real note of true teen culture in that where you're like sitting around with people and being like, all of a sudden, I feel compelled to tell this like really deep truth about me that even though I, Maybe. I that's not real, and I just realized that it is only existing in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a secret I've kept hidden in my bones all these years, and like you just do that, and it's so bizarre. But you do, and you're suddenly like in this weird cult relationship with other people around you. Maybe. If you, I, mean, I mean, if you ever worked at a summer camp, if you ever were like an orientation leader at college, it's like a weird thing. You get like instantly bonded. 
No, I agree. I just think, I mean, I think everything so gets collapsed. But, well, yeah, I mean, you you can't show the entire eight hours of detention. You should. They, that's <laughs> what we're be, doing with this be, podcast right now. Yeah, detention by Ken Burns. <laughs> Real-time quarantine podcast. My dinner with Andre meets the breakfast club. Yes. The breakfast club. My goes, breakfast with my Andre. Breakfast <laughs> <laughs> my breakfast club with Andre. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, uh, okay, so my point about about, like, those about Ken Harley Way and all of them, they're like, they're from a time where broader comedy, they're from a time where broader comedy was like allowable and accessible. I mean, like, you know, you look at the jokes in singles and a lot of the jokes are very broad jokes. In reality, by it's, there's some of them are actually still okay jokes, but they're still like, I don't know, they, they've, they, time has really um, dulled them. Like when the guy reads the cue cards, he's like, "I'm a big prick, Lee Pear," and you're like, "Okay, I guess." But then, like, there's still a couple things where you're like, "You know what? That was that was still kind of funny." Uh, but both, I mean, both both movies are like are kind of met in general. Uh-huh. But I think that Reality Bites does a like keeps having the keeps trying to do all those twee references and stuff, and like. Singles for all it's like, you know, weird, you know, all this stuff where it's like people having like monologues about like what it's like being single and like their lives. They also just like have people just kind of like having messy relationships that are, you know, that just kind of go in all kinds of directions and are, and it's a little bit less centered around. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, like there's a, there's a character who goes for an AIDS test in Reality Bites and it's not the character who is. Like who's who happens to be gay during the AIDS crisis? Who also at some point says, "Yeah, you know, I've just been like celibate, I guess, because I'm just not ready to like to be to like live my life until I'm like fully out." And you're like, "What does this guy do? Like, he's just there for like the out story." I am not well versed enough in the movie singles I to have this conversation. I think the thing with I, to me, singles always felt like he was fake. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like these aren't real people. Whereas like reality bites feel specific. But you're like, oh. Obviously, these characters aren't real, but I was like, this feels like a very specific kind of person at a very specific kind of time in a very specific place. I don't, I don't what know felt fake about singles? I don't know. I remember singles just feeling, I don't know, maybe because it's like, I don't know, just didn't feel There's a lot as... of Matt Dillon talking to the camera. Yeah, it just also felt like those are more... It's not as much as other people, but yeah. Those didn't feel like as like actual, they felt more like caricatures than like archetypes. I thought of a lot of ways. I don't sort know. of like early Sex in the City, too. It was like they kind of like took, tr- made like tropes instead of people and they kind of like swapped off. They did that. a li- they, they do a little bit of, of like character, of like, you know, what was it? Characterization or caricatures. Yeah. There's one person who's like, um, you know, she's the man eater. She's got, she just needs to go on dates. I just saw it for the first time. So I like, uh, I didn't have the growing up thing with it. One thing I will say is they do a much better job of covering like the music scene. Like, I mean, the, the way they cover the music scene in Seattle in singles is insane. Like, seeing Soundgarden just performing as Soundgarden. Seeing Alice in Chains performing just as... And, like, they're just at a concert with Alice in Chains, and Alice in Chains is just being amazing is very, very cool and a lot better. Yeah, that's what the 90s... I remember in the 90s, I just got to see Weird Al at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, before all of his bandmates died from, like, drug overdose. 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, this I'm not going to die on this hill because honestly, as I said, both also, I'm I'm I don't even know what hill. I don't even know. I'm even on the hill. I, I, I can't even the hills in the distance. Yeah, we're, I'm not going to die in this quarantine department. Uh, on, uh, Hopefully. Also, uh, this just in, we all live here now. <laughs> <laughs> right. The police will shoot anybody who leaves. Yeah. Aaron and I came here to record a podcast and now we'll uh, live here for the next four weeks. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's It's like both movies are ridiculous, but like... There was something about singles that like felt kind of more more like a document to Do me. Do you guys have Disney events. Plus or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay, thank God. Okay, first of all, this, I spent a lot of this morning. So uh, I'm in like, you know how blind people get non-24? I feel like I have non-24. I don't what know what non-24 is. Like you don't know what time of day it is. Oh, yeah. It's, you're, you don't have no way the concept of like if it's light or dark or whatever. So I have those like crazy neon lights in my apartment. We just jumped forward an hour. Like, and I'm just, like, smoking weed and falling asleep nonstop. So, like, I'm up at, like, 5 in the morning, just, like, awake. And just being, like, do 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 And then I'm asleep at, like, 9.30. And so, like, I have no idea. That's why, like, you guys were like, hello? And I'm, like, I'm asleep. I don't know. Yeah, we've oh. been, like, napping a lot. It's been very, like, I, it's not good. Uh, but we're going to, I'm just going to put on so much weight. And, um, no, I was going to say, by the way, not to interrupt no, your quick story, but I think we have a lot of experience from Whole30 with, like, self-quarantining because <laughs> yeah, it's true. we are literally, like, Talia yesterday was just, like, making food all day. Like, she's like, we're, we're like, let's make, like, let's make a chicken soup. And then she, we just took all the bones that we've been saving, made a big chicken soup. She made a lasagna, like, with, you know, with a, a sauce from scratch. Like, we're just like, okay. And she's like, maybe I'll make this, like, tea cake, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But anyway, go on with what you were saying. But Disney Plus, I was watching. So this morning, when one of my like sleepy times, I watched um, this great uh, Hostile Planet, which is just basically recut footage from like Blue Planet and Planet Earth with Bear Grylls narrating, and occasionally Did you say Bear Grylls. Yeah, it's Grylls. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, is it Bruce Willis? He's also so hot. Oh my god! Like, we also talk about that for Big Millions that you guys. It doesn't. It's not a spoiler, but like, how come no one told me that all the agents in the FBI in fucking Jacksonville, Florida, are so fucking hot? Like, <laughs> so my type that one fucking like frat even today. Is? Oh, Doug. Oh my god! Yes. Are you kidding me, Doug? I was like, I honestly had to like take. I had to pause it for a minute and collect myself. Uh, collect myself for a good like eight to ten minutes. Uh, he is so fucking hot. And, and like, then what did you do with your collection? No <laughs> put it in the sock with the rest and put it in the laundry. But we, then, I. It's so good, but no one told me that all the agents were so hot, and I really feel like people should be leading with that. And no one is. No one has said that. I did hear that that the that people do really like Doug as like the the, the wacky the yeah wacky the gold suit. I was like, oh my god, I love him. Oh my god. You know what? As I was watching it, I was I, there was a point where I was like, you know what? Now I I, I think I'm against the feds. <laughs> I love Doug. Um, no, but I watched this, the Bear Grylls thing, um, and it was very good. Uh, so I highly recommend that. Uh, to get high and watch because boy those hummingbirds go at it uh, how many episodes is it? it's probably like 6 or 8 or something it's like yeah. desert jungle ocean or whatever So usually start- oh no 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 I meant McMillions oh McMillions uh, is probably 6, six. but six. they're hours they are it feels a no, lot no I watched I watched the first episode and I'm like this is great and then I just kind of ran out of, of time and guess then, what you got now bitch got nothing <laughs> Plenty. but, nothing so, but no so. I have to go to work tomorrow you guys no I, Aaron, they're gonna close they're, they're not they're, no they're not with public schools I don't know if they if they can they're they not. can they're what? doing it everywhere they're no, going to no, have to do no. it listen 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 what needs to happen is someone needs to come out there and just actually say parents if you do not feel comfortable sending your kids to school and you are okay with them staying at home great stay home 100 yeah. percent. and that needs to be that need like high school age middle school age shouldn't be at school i'm going to be going to school just in case i've got like five kids that i've got to literally babysit and 
I'm okay with that. That's my role right now. There's no yeah. education that's happening in schools right now. I am going to be whatever. Well, they were saying they're going to do like summer school babysitter. schedule almost. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Like that makes sense. But that's still, uh-huh. to me, I still equate that with closing the schools. Like you know what I mean? It's sure, like, sure, sure. No, but but also elementary and elementary age kids, they need a place to go. Their their parents don't have like again. I feel like everybody. Uh, we're putting this out tomorrow, right? I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Watch if you watch the debates last night. I mean, like you're you've got Bernie Sanders' entire campaign is this right here. Yeah. There's nowhere to send these young kids. Send them to school. If you, as a teacher, have um, immunocompromised people in your household, or you yourself are immunocompromised, do not go to school. Do not go in. Stay home. However, like again, I'm. I hang out with you guys and, and pretty much exclusively. I'm not transmitting this to anybody who it's probably going to murder. I'm going to go into school and I'm going to be my be the babysitter that I need to be through this thing. Well, like, it's it's insane. Like, Natalie and I have been joking about this, that Natalie, the grocery store worker, and me, the public school teacher, were all of a sudden, like, drafted into the forefront of, like, the... Uh, it's Doctors the Without pand- Borders. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, the thing is, there are... There are people. I mean, especially it's it's terrible, but there are people in the New York City school system who are functionally homeless, and so and and they and like the the lunch that they get at school is like the one meal that and they breakfast, get. yeah, yeah, yeah. and and, and it's like the, it's the meal that they get, and so we, obviously you know if you start saying like you know if we if, if I know you weren't saying that, but if we were to say oh well everything just needs to be closed down, we are now leaving those people out to dry and those right, people need right. there needs, there needs, yeah. that's why like I think in the Bronx and New Rochelle they're like doing the distribution of meals and they're like yep. there's like there's things yeah. like all that stuff has to be thought through but like they have to figure out how to do it and then and it needs it. and it needs to be communicated because right yeah. now de Blasio is is being insanely combative about his, his stance here rather than being than coming out and saying here's all the common sense things that you need to do the schools will be open as a place for people to go if you feel that you can be their teachers we ask you to go like like this when we talk about things like civic duty this is literally like my civic duty is to continue yeah. to be a teacher tomorrow and continue to be like sheltering those people that i can we're taking more calls on ask the mayor yeah, yeah, I, 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 can I get a refill i just think that might be a good time to yeah by the way we are we are uh doing bloodies and uh because they were very good but also because they're also very fast and efficient we're doing aaron's bloody recipe I, yeah, and you know what? I want to. I want to uh, rearrange the rankings on the last one there. I I challenge. Last time it was said that Eric's was the Undertaker, uh-huh. and mine was Ken Shamrock. Oh yeah, you're well, better than that. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say Eric is Kane. Mm. The Big Red Machine reaches heights, but for a very short amount of time. Mine is the Godfather. Never exactly what you want, but always over. No, no, you're, it's better than that. Okay, Ken Shamrock was still really hot when we were. When yeah, Kanan and, and, and I, uh, Godfather sticking, means that we can we have places I, to go. I'm sticking with Undertaker for Eric's Bloody Mary for sure. I'm sticking with Undertaker. That's true. There was there was and a I'm lot thinking, going on. And I'm in thinking that one there. the full spectrum Undertaker now with with eyebrow ring up until today when he's yeah, like still hobbling around. I had a teardrop around. tattoo on the rim. Yeah, <laughs> he's still hobbling around, and so it's like it stays with sticks to your ribs. Uh, Aaron's. Yours, like, it's like... I, I need to leave in, like, ten minutes, so I'm going to make us a quick one more drink. You guys continue this conversation. Perfect. It's like, it's almost Al Snowian in the way it's so dependably good um, and easy. 
But it's better than that. But it's better than that. So it deserves more. Is it? It smells very good. It's not a McFoley because it doesn't like change faces. It doesn't take a beating. It doesn't do those things. So I feel like that's not an apt thing. But I want like that level of success. I I mean I I think I'm working on a new gimmick. For I almost my... said Owen Hart, and then I was like, I don't know what what all this implies. Oh well, especially the bloody part. Yikes! See, this is what I mean. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to avoid. Um. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm. I think my Bloody Mary is ready for a gimmick change. Uh, I need to. Ah. I, I need to revisit it. I need to play around with some new some new looks. I just think it's it's temperature. And viscosity. Well, the temperature I just did because we were, you know, I think I was just trying to keep it. I usually put ice in it. So I think the temperature, I I don't want the temperature to to color it too much. All that matters is what you leave on the field that day. (laughs) Oh, oh, is that a sports metaphor from fucking Bobby? Honestly, is it? (laughs) I don't know. Bobby might watch sports. No, yeah, he meant the field at the Ren Fair. I put a sports reference in my Drag Race recap. (laughs) <laughs> this week and I was like wait you guys is that a sports metaphor and nobody everyone was like we're not addressing this for you uh, but also if anyone's ever going to hear this if this ever will make it to the airwaves keep in mind everybody that things are being cancelled all over the place and all kinds of performers and, and stuff are hurting hard so buy shit from people we don't have a Patreon yeah, yet. Yeah, we don't have anything. But you should follow the Patreons and, 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 and if you can buy t-shirts and tickets to things from people. I'm telling everybody to do that whenever I can. Yeah, a lot of uh, all the honestly, drag queens, honestly, wrestlers, indie wrestlers, buy an FET shirt, get out there buy some Joey Ryan merch, because they're and they're honestly, losing bookings. And honestly, this week we should get together and just launch the Patreon, and whatever you donate to the Patreon, will give to like artists who are like or and people. We'll who give are, some indie wrestlers. Some, we'll, yeah, we'll give it to some. We'll give it to somebody. Knows. I don't know. Uh, we're going to be it's, Robin Hood about it. Okay. It. For for like right now, yes, there are, are people who. No, need, no, I, mean, I just mean like it's like trust us. We will distribute <laughs> your money. Like okay. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, all the indie wrestlers are something that are like missing bookings and stuff right now. Like that's gonna suck. That's like the like they are like people who are like depending on their rent and I mean again it affects everybody. It's terrible for everyone and I hate. I don't want to be like the thing of the artist, but. By the way, I was, think I was thinking about this. I was like, you know, it's funny that that like, you know, they canceled entire seasons of of sports, and like wrestling was like, no, 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 we can do this. And I was like, oh man, I wonder if they're like testing everybody regularly to make sure. And I'm like, wait a minute, no, they're all contractors. They're definitely not testing anybody. They're well, just like, they hold are... your breath for ten seconds. No, I didn't think they would be because I think it's in their best interest. Not because there's no, it's not any compassion. Yeah, but it's the fact that it'd be like, well, then if you get the rest of our performers sick, then we can't put on a fucking show. Yeah. Then we can't, you know, do, do you whatever. Do think they're going to do more of this stuff? Yes, they are. They're Just more Mondays. performance yep. center? Monday is performance center. And it's supposed to be, like, it was going to be a huge draw with Austin and everything because it's 316. Is Austin still coming? Yes, but it's going to be in the performance center. Austin 316 in an empty stadium or an empty gym is going to be weird. Who's going to throw him in the beers? <laughs> are they going to shoot him from a t-shirt cannon? <laughs> Look, we've got to keep uh, it all together. Yeah, I went to like Olmstead on on Friday for lunch, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of nice." But now I'm like, "No, I should not be doing that." Like at the very least, like no, man, all restaurants gotta close down their dining rooms. Yeah, exactly. At the very least, we should be like Olmstead. You can still do takeout. They have to- they have takeout at Olmstead. No, you should though. 
what did I? I've been getting delivery. I've just been like tipping like twenty dollars on like everything. Yeah. I'm like, uh, like, but there because they're not gonna make any money the next few days. Like, part of me is also like, I want to eat this stuff before I'm forced to eat nothing but frozen burritos, and also, exactly. and also like, they need all the business they can get right now because it's not gonna last. Like, they're gonna be closed for weeks. And they're gonna miss out on a lot of on everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's been a, a general thing of people just being like, like freeze all. Uh, all landlord, all rent payments, all, you know, like, basically. Thank you. Did you keep track of which one was mine? All right. I hope you're following protocol. Outbreak out the movie. To protocol. our valued customers. That's <laughs> the email star. Our valued podcast listeners. Did you guys see the one I forwarded to you guys? Cheers, guys. Yeah, Cheers. I didn't get why that was so funny to you, Bobby. Okay, first of all, I used to work at this insane, um, end up, like, dumb so dumb startup agency in houston all about that made like mobile apps it was so stupid it's where i met our dear friend megan um and they felt compelled to weigh in to break their legendary silence on the coronavirus and my favorite part of that whole email was when they went our years of experience has prepared us for moments like this and i was like oh word like do you want to like maybe hook up with the world health organization because they can use that <laughs> assist right now they were on the front lines of ebola from you you moron they're like we really know that we are still like working to maximize your products and i was like this is so stupid i can't believe everyone is panicking so much and every dumb marketing associate is like panicking and looking for anything to control so we they're can't, all we can't afford to be silent during these yeah times. they're all important like, we gotta send an email we gotta send, and each of these emails you guys are getting and every email you get from a brand which first of all please feel free to screenshot and tag me on twitter because <laughs> i fucking love them but every single one of those had to be like written and approved and copy edited by like no less than 25 people right but they're all working remotely and they're all but they're all working at like two in the morning because like people were like being woken out of a dead sleep like we've got to get this email out so like just think every email you've gotten has been sent in a sheer panic <laughs> with no less than 45 sets of fingerprints on them and it's wild when you think of that as you're reading the absolute mushmouth garbage they've put out. I mean, at this point, like the unforced errors, the 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 marketing emails that we get is like is like the works project administration, right? Like it's like basically like we we need to keep all these copy editors in in uh, in a paycheck, so we just need to like like. All right, but keep keep having them write these weird press releases about the disease because otherwise, I don't know what, what's going to happen to them. They're just going to st- their families will starve. Everyone is the the. It felt like Friday. It was like nonstop all day. A new email was like constantly pouring in, and I was like reading my inbox. It was like brand after brand. I was like, oh my god, Madewell, what do you have to say about this? Like over and over and over again. Megan, me and Megan were forwarding them to each other. She got one from her nail salon. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like everybody felt the need that they all had to send emails on Friday, and it was. I, it just felt like I was being pummeled but also like um with, with like a pillow fight it was so funny to me yeah it um by the way just so everyone knows like this wasn't we're not doing a psa <laughs> podcast this no. is literally just us being like well we have time yeah we may Let's never make content this might not even be released this is just therapy this is just i mean you know hey if you ever wanted to catch up on old episodes just go back through our our catalog that's we should be tweeting old episodes well and yeah and again like 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 we said we're we're not trying to be crass we're not trying to like take advantage of a situation but all i know is that the most fun that i have out of most of my weeks is the time where i get together with you two guys and we bullshit about some old wrestling and i know we've got or um, new wrestling or 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 just like bullshit just like literally anything (laughs) Um, and we've got some new episodes that 
we're recording next weekend or planning to record unless we're on like a strict house arrest at that point. And we use uh, Google Hangout. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. But but again, we want to just kind of like have this be something that hopefully we can divert our attention a little bit, look at something that's a lot of fun. And we want to hear from you. We really want this to, to, since we're all like stuck in this together, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you want us to be talking about. If there's any old shit that we missed along the way, let us know. We're planning on building up a backlog of episodes during this time. We want to keep releasing on a weekly basis. Hell, maybe even more than once a week. It who we have no idea have what's no happening, idea but nobody models. does, and and so Aaron, you're sounding like Bed Bath and Beyond now. <laughs> <laughs> this also, this also, by the way, sounds like divorce, divorce accelerationism. Like I don't know, uh, Talia, we might have to record every night. Uh, I'm not sure how it's gonna work. <laughs> it did start to sound like the end of like Armageddon, where they're all like, like we don't know how this is gonna go, guys. Well, I mean, but we're gonna get out there, and we're gonna drill this moon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we could also, I mean, I, I think we like. Obviously, we, we care about quality on this one here, but uh, but I don't think we mind as much if you come over to my place and the radiator's buzzing as we're doing like the uh, the scenes from the end of the world as here. As you hear the crop dusters fly <laughs> over there, <laughs> spraying us with vaccines and DDTs. Uh, if we can make it over, if we can make it under the cover of night before the street patrols hunt us down. <laughs> we're laughing now. No, we, gonna, yes, because we have legendary, to. Bobby. Legendary last words. I believe. Y'all. I believe it's the gorillas who are the cavalry, and they <laughs> they will toss the nets over us as we as they try to round us up. <sighs> I, I I do want to know. I mean, you you have to go soon, but I want to know what our protocol is if one of us dies. Like, how do we how do we continue the podcast? Oh, well, oh Joe just, Santon. No, no. But like, <laughs> wow, wow, that was quick. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say we would just take all the hours we have recorded and we'd run it through an AI system. <laughs> Just AI, the third host. Uncanny Valley oh, jokes yeah, would be yeah. amazing. It would just be me being like, truly. Bobby, right? Bobby having sex now with man? Good. <laughs> my, my eyes just are like are fully empty. I'm just like, I thought the Hurricane Mana was good. Eric goes, What's it called when I was right, Wiki Feet? <laughs> Flippy, flippy, flippy. <laughs> we fed hundreds of hours of podcasts through an AI. <laughs> and it refuted Royal Rumble 2000. HMS, HMS Festival. Uh, Outback. Steve Austin is so fucking good. Mankind, 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 mankind is such a great performer. We'll just have we'll have eight seasons of it. Oh. It's like Dolly Parton on her, her songs at the end of time. Uh, <laughs> right, she's got like a whole vault she of does, it. She does. It's on the pod. Mm. Guys, stay healthy, stay safe, socially distance, please. For the love of Christ, don't but, do it. But just just tweet at us. Yeah, Facebook at us. Just yeah. we're we're here. We want to talk about this stuff. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Stay safe out there. All right. Bye.